quite an intro. <laughs> I was like, should I try? And I'm like, nah, just screw it up. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Uh, it's show number 32. <laughs> I couldn't remember. It's trying to get it's old. It's been a long, yeah, our show's getting old. Our show's starting to have doubts about its 20s and starting to wonder if it's on the right career path and, and starting to wonder if, you know, that welt was there all along. No, wait, wart. Or, no, birthmark. Wart. Birthmark. Not a welt. Not a welt. <laughs> <laughs> it punched itself in the eye. Our show's violent. Hello, everybody. And Starting it... to wonder if they really married the right person. Yeah. They really want this kid they just had a couple years ago. With all you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Our show is married to all of you guys. All. Ah. I'm going what to a... our nation's capital tomorrow. I'm going to our nation's capital in like a month. Ooh, for vacationing purposes. Maybe I'll see you. Will you? Are you going to uh, paddle on the Jefferson? I don't know. <laughs> that the, that's not the name of the water. Uh, there's paddle the boats you could get that Potomac? are near the Jefferson. Yeah. Isn't that the I think river that goes through there? I think it is. Potomac. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. But there's paddle boats that you could go on that were near the Jefferson Monument. It's exciting. In the, in what, the reflecting <laughs> pool? Where is it? <laughs> no, no, it's, I think it's on the Potomac. That'd be awesome if you could ride on paddle on the boats reflecting the reflecting pool? pool. I always thought the reflecting pool was only like three inches deep. I think I think it's more like a foot and a half. Because remember that part in Forrest Gump where Stump, like, yeah. Jenny weighs into it? Say, it would <laughs> be funny. <laughs> if I made the reflecting pool, what I would do just to like screw up vandalism-ers... <laughs> vandals <laughs> vandals them too i would um make it so that it was like one and a half foot deep everywhere but one spot was like a 20 foot drop like one little circle so you'd be like walking along walking along and be like whoosh see it should be more than just one spot though it should be like a checkerboard Ooh. of drops like swiss cheese like so you don't know when you're gonna fall in a hole yeah totally. <laughs> oh even better yet the holes could rotate so the vandals could be like i figured it out i can walk across it now because that's what vandals do they're like i know it should be like in, in uh <laughs> indiana jones 3 where he has to spell out the old version way of spelling like jehovah or something on the floor on the floor or else he falls through yeah Oh, that whole ending of that movie was so weird. I really like that. That's really the only part I remember that whole movie. Like, I don't remember anything up to that cave. But You like, don't remember the pen is mightier than the sword or something like that. I don't remember it. I remember either. a little bit of it, but, like, mostly I remember the ending sequence. Because he has to, like, first he has to, like, tumble through the, like, swinging blades. Yes. And, and I saw then, the guy's head roll, which, of course, when I was little, I was like, oh my god. Because you have to kneel before God. Kneel before the Lord. And oh. then he had to, like, jump Wait, across the letters. but you don't letters. have to kneel and then roll over. And then like, jump. Yeah, is there, no. <laughs> is there a part in the Bible that they're like, you must somersault before the Lord? <laughs> Jesus wants you to somersault. The Lord never asked me to cartwheel or somersault. Me neither. I do it because I care. One time he asked me to go on a trapeze, but I was like, no oh. way, man. One time he asked me to play popcorn in the middle of a trampoline. <laughs> and I was like, but I'm the fat kid. And they're like, try it anyway. And I was like, oh, it didn't work. And everyone's like, ha! <laughs> and I just brought up a very painful part of my childhood. <laughs> My heart, my heart. So then after he has to go across the letters, then he has to do this, the leap of faith. 
Yes. Where he walks is, across the bridge. Yeah, and he, like, just throws a little sand, and suddenly everybody's like, oh, I can see the whole thing. But he throws, like, Only from the other side, though. He, he walks across it first, and mm-hmm. then he throws sand back on it from the other side. Yeah. Because he has to stop all of the things so that the bad guy can come in after him easily. Exactly. Um, and then, yeah, the last thing is that he has to choose the correct cup. And, of course, the bad guy drinks out of the most ornate one and does the mm. freakiest fast motion aging no, death of all time. And it's like it's, it's really corny, like I know, but that totally scared mod. the hell out what of was me. Her name? Um, Large Marge. Large Marge. Mad like, Mod. <laughs> is that from a Nintendo game? <laughs> it's like the big little mad mod. I feel oh maybe. <laughs> mod was pretty mad. She painted Nate naked. Nineties. Hey, I this thing I realized today, which was how come almost everybody like what was I eating? I was eating something, and it, um, I saw something, and I, I was like, is that a tuna? And then someone, everybody at the table obviously was like, it's not a tuna! <laughs> <laughs> and I was thinking the same thing in my head. And then I was like, wait a minute, this is one of the, it, that is, I would say, up there with the movie quotes that people bring out a lot. You know, like, it's definitely in the top 50 movie quotes I actually people totally say really thought of awful. that quote today. I didn't say it, because I was like, I can't say that, because people say that all the time. Yeah. But I totally thought of saying that today. And it, it, but then you ask people, you'd be like, tell me the plot of Kindergarten Cop. And they can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he wasn't a real teacher, and he picked kids up by their pants. Was there anything I remember else? there was one part where there was, like, a little boy with bruises on him, so then he, like, roughed up the little boy's dad because his dad was abru- abusive. Yeah. Like, but But I really was, don't remember why, why was he, he was there? a teacher. I don't know. And, like, it was funny because I mentioned this at the table. My friend Marianne, who's been on the show before, she suddenly starts to go... Like, I think she's actually... Her side job is a historian of the movie Crappy Kindergarten movies. Cop. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> she was just like, oh, well, it was all about this mafia thing and blah, 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 and such and such got a phone call, and I was like... Whoa! Did you watch the extended version? I don't know. I she think watched she the DVD commentary. with the light. <laughs> it was scary. I have to stop doing Arnold it impression. It was scary. <laughs> it's not a tuna. It was milk. <laughs> Did you have a thing uh, with the prank calls and Arnold Schwarzenegger? Was this only... I know it must not no, have just been not my me. college. It was basically like... Um, and they set up a whole series of sound clips of Arnold Schwarzenegger, and they would call you up. And they'd start with, like, um, I'm going to ask you a few questions. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, most of the time people would be like, what the hell, I could tell it's a sound clip, and they'd hang up. But I loved it, so I'd always play along. And the first question was always, who is your daddy and what does he do? <laughs> <laughs> and as you'd start to answer, they'd go into, like, another sound clip. They'd be like, stop whining! <laughs> <laughs> and it was like you could have uh it was like infinite number of conversations with just like 10 Arnold Schwarzenegger clips. <laughs> it's the greatest thing ever. There's one frat in my college that I hated, but in, they started doing that and suddenly like I'm like, "Oh, so what if they're known for date rape?" <laughs> they do that silly prank phone call. <laughs> oh, what nice guys. <laughs> Pinch their cheeks and punch them in the balls. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> Sorry. I went off on a tangent. So, so, so you were saying that you're going to the nation's capital this weekend. Did you want to talk some more about that? Uh, I'm going and I get to, to meet some people that people think are famous. Oh boy. That I didn't know who they were. I'm going to a convention the next week too, actually. Where? At the Javits Center in New York City. Oh, <laughs> New York City. New York City. New York City. I can't believe it. Oh no! I'm gonna I take the these... F train all the way they into got, Manhattan. They got cars there with four wheels. <laughs> it's crazy. It's like taking all the wheels off and just leaving four. 
four. <laughs> Crazy shit. Yeah, it's uh, the National Stationery Show. Wow. Which I get to go to for my work. <laughs> wow. <It's> very exciting. <laughs> but mine, I mean, mine is exciting to me because I love kids' books, but this one actually is exciting because it's actually, like, all over the board um, publishing. Like, last year, Henry Rollins had a table for his publishing house. Henry Rollins? Yeah. Not and to be confused with Harper Collins. No, he was right next to the like it was a mess up. Henry <laughs> Rollins paperbacks, um, <laughs> but he for some reason um, I don't know if you're a fan of Lemony Snicket. He does um, a series of unfortunate events, a pretty popular kids book series, and he talked on a program that I organized. So I saw him and I was like, "Hey, Daniel," because that was his name, and I started talking to him. And I I don't know how Henry Rollins worked his way into the conversation, but oh, suddenly isn't, isn't Lemony Snicket like. A secret author or something? Lemony Snicket is the pen name for Daniel Handler. A very, very, very cool guy who's actually pretty young and has an awesome wife. I thought you said it was, like, impossible to find out who he really was, though. It was a while ago, but he's kind of... He's never officially said who he is. He always says, I'm the legal and social representative of Lemony Snicket. Oh. (laughs) You know, Lemony Snicket can't make it here today. And, like, you'll never see a picture of Lemony Snicket. You'll see pictures of Daniel Handler, Lemony Snicket's... Um, legal and social representative. See, <laughs> like, okay. That's what it always is. And even when he talked on the program, he kept saying, it's a shame Lemony couldn't be here today. <laughs> so he always, it's like a long running gag. But I don't know if Henry Rollins was a fan or something, or if he just was interested in the conversation. Suddenly I- I'm sitting there and I'm already like having like pee my pantsness yeah. because I'm talking to, you know, Daniel Handler. And then Henry Rollins comes into the conversation and I'm just like, Okay, this is weird. <laughs> like, my favorite kid's book author and the guy that probably could crush my skull if he just felt a little weird. <laughs> and uh, he was so nice and so calm and just talking away. And, like, the conversation turned towards something. And somebody said something that sounded like Moby. And he was like, if I ever meet Moby, I'd kill him. <laughs> just like out of nowhere we were like oh yeah that's henry rollins i'm gonna yeah. back away now <laughs> scary that was guy. my my celebrity evan had an interesting head have you ever heard evan's yes story? <laughs> would you like to tell it i'll tell it because okay. evan's not here and evan never listens to the show we could say anything about evan totally we could evan, evan has no hair on evan testicles. used a woman's lady razor that's true actually he did use a lady re- razor recently he ran out of razor yeah he ran well he went his he went razor was dull or and something. bought new razors he has a Mach 3, and so he went and bought Mach Sensor razor heads, Ooh. thinking that they would work with his razor, but they didn't. They weren't oh. compatible. So there what? he was in the bathroom needing to shave and no razors that worked. Crazy. So he, had, he used one of his roommates, like, pink lady Bix, like the <laughs> shittiest razor available on the market. <laughs> they, like, are, like, two cents to make, yeah. and they're not even made with real metal. It's just like, eh, we'll just spray paint some plastic shiny. <laughs> <laughs> They're actually made by Fisher Price. Yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, so he shaved with that. But anyway, his Henry Rollins story is that um, he was supposed to do a phone interview with him one time for a magazine or like a web log or something. I don't know what. Anyway, he had a, an interview, a legitimate interview, and he had like worked through Henry Rollins's um, publicist or is that what you would call it? Yeah, I guess manager, manager or something. Yeah. And um, set up the time of like. I want to say like 11. It was some really weird time. It was like 10 or 11 o'clock. And so Evan waited like all late because they said like, oh, 11 p.m. So Evan waited till 11 p.m. And I called them like, you know, a bunch of times and just couldn't get a hold of them. So he was all bummed out. And so the next day he called again and got finally got a hold of Henry Rollins. And Henry Rollins was like, 
all pissed off. He was like, oh, I waited, you know, all morning at 11 this morning for you to call. And I was like, oh, well, you know, I called. I thought it was your, your manager told me it was 11 p.m. And so then Henry Rollins, like, totally chewed him a new one. And yeah. Was like, <laughs> <laughs> like, told him off, like, way to get told off by your, like, hero. It's yeah. like, oh. Everyone was really upset because he really liked Henry Rollins. But now every time he sees Henry Rollins, he's like, that he's guy's like, an uh. asshole. <laughs> and I'm like, but that's the reason why people like him is because he's an asshole. Like, yeah, right. I think if I had that whole conversation with him and he didn't threaten to kill at least one person, I would have been like, that was and Henry Rollins yeah. ripped off the mask Scooby Doo style. And I was like, it was <laughs> Moby. Maybe it was Moby. Maybe Moby hates himself. Moby in a giant like in padded gi- suit. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was. It would take three Mobys to fill out one. So Henry his neck was like the size of my waist. His neck is bigger than his head. It makes him look like a pinhead because he has such a big neck. Like it's kind of like a uh, SpongeBob's friend, Patrick. <laughs> Patrick. <laughs> he stuck a few tattoos on Patrick, and you got Henry Rollins. Yes, about Seriously. fun intellectual parts. Well, I, I think it might be time for our first song of the evening. I think it is. Our band tonight is called Voxtrot. Voxtrot. And uh, they With are the actually um, a friend of mine, Andrea, who used to work in my office and just recently left to be. Now she is a senior librarian in Queens. Ooh, Madam Librarian. She wears her hair in a bun and she, I don't, I don't know. Got Does she glasses. really have? No, I was going to say, it's like some kind of <laughs> librarian requirement. short. Yeah. <laughs> but um, her boyfriend is actually the manager of this band and they're getting really super huge. So it was it was very cool. So I would like to to feature them. I'm yes, we're very lucky to have them agree to be our musical guests this week. Before, yeah, they're too big and cool for even us because uh-huh. we're pretty high up there, you know. We are. Us and uh, K Rock and Jack FM, you know, we're the three major radio. And the one with the really excited ads. What is the Spanish station? They have the ads where they're always like, Ooh! oh, mega, like. <laughs> <laughs> 100.7 or something. <laughs> if I ever join real radio, I need to be on a Spanish station. I don't care if I don't speak any Spanish. <laughs> I just want to be in the ads so I can make, like, over-exaggerated, like, I'm in pain! I'm happy! La mega de paga! Oh, I'm in wine! <laughs> oh, no, it's it's uh, money. They're money. In mo- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wine, money. They totally look the I'm same. covered in wine. <laughs> All right. Well, this is uh, the first song by the Vox Chats. This is called uh, Mother, Sisters, Daughters, and Wives. <laughs>
as ugly and thin And you'll be cruel to the touch To lose the body you're in To a land of angry soil It swallows boys and coughs of men I see you taste the salt of your tears You always stop when you start And listen, you will be smart To keep yourself in a world of mothers Sisters, daughters and wives Listen, I've come to rock this boat To take and they've given me so Actually, I think listen to almost every episode today. That's really? a lot of episodes. Well, I just had it on shuffle on my iPod, and it was just all day at work was just in the background because yeah. I was trying to like write down skits that I wanted to do because we're gonna do a little sampler. Yes. To give away for sampler free. Sampler CD. Sampler CD with a clips from skits and some songs and stuff. And there's actually a few songs that I'd forgotten we did that I actually kind of liked. Like what? Um, I totally forget about the Poppy Seed Man song. Poppy Seed Man is not really, it's not really a song, it's just a very short little thing we did, but I thought it was really funny <laughs> re-listening to it, because you were totally doing like an awesome keyboard thing, and I was just like singing, <laughs> you changed keys, and I went from one octave to the next, it's like, Pop, uh, Seed Man. <laughs> Out of context, I bet it's not funny in the least, <laughs> It was really funny because you really weren't into doing this song. You just kind of like screwing with me. <laughs> I enjoyed that a lot. But there are certain things like some of the bloopers that we had um, were pretty funny. So, But I guess you can't really put bloopers on a sampler. 
be like, this is when we fuck up. <laughs> oh, 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 man. Such as what? Now I want to know what the bloopers were. Oh. <laughs> and the one that I went like this and the screensaver turned on. Oh, yeah, you, like, you freaked Whoa! out. <laughs> You're like, how did you do that? <laughs> and then we try to explain it and it's not funny <laughs> at all. Yeah. Because I was feeling all morbid today. Well, actually, no. I just couldn't remember the last line of Romeo and Juliet. You mean, like, seal with a righteous kiss? Or you mean, like, the actual end where the, like, prince is, like... Uh, the thing that, um, Juliet says before she stabs herself. Juliet's last words. Oh, you're right. Where she's like, thy dagger, this is your sheath! (laughs) (laughs) And that was, like, something similar to that. So I started looking up last words, and I found some really funny ones. For instance, there was this guy called Thomas Grosso, who was actually a serial killer. Um, well, I guess he wasn't really a serial killer. If you kill two people, that doesn't really count. What would that be? I considered? thought, okay, just to clarify, I thought you were going to go into famous last lines of movies, but no, you're saying famous last words of people before they die. Yeah, because I was looking up famous uh, last words before they die, and the site had a whole bunch, including Juliet's. It was like fictional and nonfiction uh, together, and like they had a whole section on this site that was... Um, People being executed, like, you know, people before firing squads way back in the day, people before guillotines. um, And then they had one that was actually from 1995. And this guy's last words were, I did not get my SpaghettiOs. I got spaghetti. I want the press to know this. (laughs) (laughs) He ordered his last meal to be SpaghettiOs, this guy Thomas Grasso. I love SpaghettiOs. I would be so pissed, right? Really, right? Yeah, it's your last the same. meal. SpaghettiOs and SpaghettiOs. I would even, even specify. Close. I want Chef Boyardee. Do not give me Franco-American or even Annios are not as good as the uh, Annios. Annios. I've never heard of Annios. You never heard of like Annies? They they should they make a pasta as well. It's got like little bunnies on them. Little bunnies. Yeah. <laughs> called, like, they wouldn't be Annios. They'd be Annie bunnies. Well, the no, but the Annie's actuals. The SpaghettiOs are actual O's. Uh, I think there's bunnies mixed in there with them. I had my first thing of SpaghettiOs like two years ago. They're like organic. Ew. That's why they're not as good. No wonder why I've never seen them. They're really (laughs) cute boxes, though. They have one of them. them, They have like ten different flavors of macaroni and cheese. And one of them has like, it's called like peace and cheese or something. (laughs) (laughs) But it's got like the whole, uh, the cover of the box is like tie-dyed. And the little bunny, because there's like a little bunny on all of them. And the little yeah. bunny is like dressed up like Jerry Garcia. I don't know, it's really cute. <laughs> a little pothead bunny. Yeah, for That's when you're really munchy, if you're into that kind of vegan lifestyle. <laughs> now, if you're really munchy, you probably wouldn't even cook them. You'd be like... <laughs> yeah. Ew, like in... Oh, I saw... Evan and I went to see this movie. It was um like, I want to say like Last Days or something. Basically, it's like... This one guy's take on hypothesized idea of what, like, Kurt Cobain's last three days were like. Oh, I've heard of that, yeah. And, um, it's fictitious, but it's, like, based on Kurt Cobain, right? And there's this part where he just, like, goes into, like, the kitchen and he, like, makes himself macaroni and cheese and he, like, puts it in a pot and, like, it doesn't, I don't know if he turns on the fire or not, basically, like, puts him in a pot and then strains them immediately pours the cheese on and starts eating it crunchy. I was just like, oh, God. That's the worst, man. It was really gross. So that's what Kurt Cobain did before he died? Apparently. He forgot to cook his macaroni and cheese. And that's what set him over the edge. Well, so what was funny was that, like, he had enough wherewithal to, like, put put the macaroni and cheese into the pot with the water, but then, like, not enough to, like, turn the fire on and let it boil. Yeah. That's so disturbing. It was delightful, though. 
delightful. In that disgusting kind of way. You know, I really like disgusting things sometimes. I do too. Actually, I had a moment on the train today that I realized I like disgusting things more than other people, which was, um... What happened? I blew my nose and it was like, you know how sometimes you'll have that one clump that just won't come out for yeah. a while and then you do and it's just like this feeling of, oh my god, that's awesome what it feels this. like to like breathe out of that nostril. Yeah. And I actually... <laughs> It's funny you say awesomeness. <laughs> I, I blew my nose and it was just like this big old thing came out. And I was just like, awesome. And I, like, <laughs> and I didn't say it loud, but the guy next to me totally like had a weird reaction. Like, did she just like look at her booger in her... Like, cause you've seen the way I do it. I always open the tissue. and Yeah, it was like... <laughs> and I didn't shower this morning. I was just like, I look like that girl. That girl. The crazy girl. <laughs> yeah, the crazy girl was like... Not a quite little bit crazy dirty. enough yeah. to be like un homeless, but she's getting there. <laughs> she's like, it was like whispered as if I was like, I just had a great kiss with someone. That's well, what I say after I a good say, kiss. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, baby. Awesome. Awesome. Did you have any other good, famous last words? <laughs> you saw me scrolling. <laughs> um, another one I really liked is this guy, John Field. Um, he was a, a piano player. And at the end, they had, like, you know, the person that came in and did all the religious stuff, and they were like... The last rites. Yeah. And it, the question they asked him, they were like, are you a papist or a Calvinist? And he answered, I'm a pianist. <laughs> and he was like, Jones totally heard them wrong. <laughs> and that was his last words. His last <laughs> words were, died. I'm a pianist. <laughs> yeah, and then he died. I was a pianist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. That one I thought was pretty great. Uh, another one I liked was um, this one lady. Her name is so long. It's Lady Nanster... Lady Nancy Witcher Langhorn Astor. And uh, she woke up, like, you know, she had been on her deathbed for a few days, and she woke up and opened her eyes, and her whole family was around her. She said, am I dying, or is this my birthday? <laughs> I just thought that was, like, the cutest thing. That's pretty awesome. And then she died. They were probably like, ha-ha, ooh. Happy birthday. Oh, There was another guy who, you know, said, take a step forward, lads. It'll be easier that way when people are going to shoot him. But I don't think it, it should count if you know you're going to die. I don't think that should really count as your last words. Like, I could make up my last words right now if I knew I was going to get murdered tomorrow. Yeah. No, not murdered, but, like, you know, lethally... Uh, Injected. Uh, noosed or, um... <laughs> <laughs> lethally noosed as opposed lethally to just... Lethally noosed. Unlethally. Yeah, exactly. If it was like, I have a permit, and I was like, oh, crap. Awesome. They're just going to tickle you with the noose a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Listen Conrad. to this. Wait. Emily Dickinson's last words. The fog is rising. Even in Bull. death, I have to be really poetic. <laughs> I was like, bullshit, she didn't plan that. Like, you know Emily was like, okay, even if I don't die, I'll just close my eyes until I do. <laughs> just don't open your mouth, Emily. Don't open your mouth. You said the words. That thing, that list said that Abraham Lincoln's last words were laughter. That's not a word. And I was well, that it's creepy. With it. Yeah. <laughs> Why was he laughing? It was a play. It was a humorous part of the play when he got shot. People were laughing. Dun dun dun. Well, don't you think it took him a little while to die? I think he shot him in the head. Right. I don't know. I did go to Ford's theater. Well, it was here last but... a couple weeks ago. You're right. Ago. <laughs> Should remember. we get him? No. Oh. <laughs> Let's let him rest. <laughs> <laughs> I got beard. <laughs> I'm Abraham Lincoln. Yay! And your last words were? <laughs> <laughs> I thought so. 
So Thomas Grasso, who is the guy who did the SpaghettiOs quote before, I was like, that's an awesome quote. And I was like, I want to know more about this murderer. So I Google Thomas Grasso. And the first thing I see is WWF Thomas Grasso, whatever. And I got so excited. I was like, no shit. And I was like, it was a professional wrestler that went crazy and killed someone that wanted SpaghettiOs. This is the coolest <laughs> story ever. And I go to the site and it's actually the World Wildlife Federation. Uh, and this guy is not connected to the murderer it's at all. It's completely different Thomas He's um, their International Fisheries Conservation Program Director. I was going to say, this picture of this guy, he looks really uh, quite handsome and lovely. He doesn't really look yeah, like a like crazy a killer. Yeah. killer. He's all about his expertise is international and national ocean law and policy and fisheries law. <laughs> Making sure that people don't fish in the wrong places. If you don't know what Wait, they like, are. Adopt but... a bison. Call today. Oh my god. Let's adopt a bison, Colleen. Oh my, how much is it? You don't call the buy. You click the buy. <laughs> Let's see how much they are. Our baby sea turtle. Ooh, a bison calf is only $50. I think they're underpricing their bison. Yeah, seriously. You could raise that shit a and sell it for... A pair of pandas, $50. Dude, I totally spent $50 on food this week. I, I could have bought pandas. like, endangered. I'm pretty sure they don't send them to you. Aww. I'm pretty sure it's like, adopt a kid for 29 cents a day. I tried that, and they didn't send many kids. I really want to get a panda and a sea turtle and a bison, though. What yeah, else is available? A baby Oh, gorilla. look at the baby. Oh, oh, he's cute. A pair of tigers. Oh, how, wait, how come a pair of pandas is 50 bucks, but a panda and a mom is 100? Because you gotta pay for breast milk, man. <laughs> Expensive. Actually, yeah, you're you gotta right. go buy it from the store. Once I was at this awesome college party where they were serving panda breast milk. Oh, you it think was, it's so fucked you up? Think cow milk is expensive these days, man. Try man. finding panda. Try milk. I don't even have panda. that at Trader Joe's. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Time for song number two. For song real. number two, Voxtrot. Before we go to the song, we should tell you their website, which And we is should tricky. specify also that it's a Voxtrot, V-O-X, Vox. as in the abbreviation for vocals. Like, Voxtrot. But with only. a V. A V. And it's a Voxtrot.net. Yeah. Because they're cool like that. And this other song is called The Start of Something. This time of night I could call you up. I get angry with athletic ease, break common laws and twos and threes. If I die clutching your photograph, don't call me boring, it's just cause I like you. Oh, take me on back, take me on back, and take me back to the place where I could feel your heart. Is this the end or just the start of something? I who 
on the show and now we have some more clips actually to play for you of audio goodness we do the phone number if you want to call and leave cool messages call too us. is 775 775 416 416 5492 5492 so yeah this first message <laughs> is from Amber yeah and we just started she just started her own podcast too I don't Sorry. know if you know yet yes I do it's called um mom you're ruining our fort which is which an I awesome think is pretty cool awesome so, fucking name i'm oh, sure i said that a few times in my childhood yeah so we'll put a little link to it on you have a, to like whenever i read that to her i have to think i always think of it in a mom! certain way mom <laughs> you're ruining our fort <laughs> mine is always more whiny yours is more demanding mine's like mom 
I was an angry child. Ooh, I was um, a whiny child. So <laughs> <laughs> and this is the the lovely message that Amber left us. Oh, and by the way, our machine does cut off after 60 seconds, which explains the weird gap in the middle. Hi, guys. This is Amber, otherwise known on the forums as Walked On By Pillow, which is an Arrested Development reference, if you didn't know. Um, I am at work where I am working as a projectionist at a movie theater, which is the best job ever because I get paid to watch movies before they come out. Um, it also sucks because I have to watch movies like the Larry the Cable Guy movie, which was maybe the most awful movie I've ever been forced to watch, but I was getting paid for it, so that was cool. Um, I have a story for you that might interest you because I was working, and one of the movies that we have now is Scary Movie 4, like they don't have enough of those, and um, as I was walking to turn on the lights as the movie was ending during the credits, I was listening to your podcast, and Colleen, as soon as you said your name, Colleen AF... Venable! 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 Whoops, anyways, uh, as I was listening to the podcast, um, and Colleen said, Colleen A.F. Venable, on the screen popped sound director James Venable at exactly the same moment and spelled exactly the same way. And I shrieked a little, um, but not too much because I don't think anybody heard me because I'm all alone up here. But I thought that was funny, and um, I've gone and left a really long message now. I'm sorry. But uh, you guys have a fantastic day. Keep on trucking. And uh, wear your seatbelt. No, never mind. I live in North Carolina. We don't have subways. We ride cars. I'm sorry. Uh, hold on to the subway rails. Okay. Later, dude. Okay. <laughs> Thank <rails>. you. <laughs> Thank you for leaving that message. I don't know why it makes me laugh, the subway railing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Amber. going in with the song line. I'm just going to keep saying words over. What's your story? Really quick. It was, a. Uh, this is, my ex told me this story. It was actually from before she even knew me. This one time she was at this, um, restaurant with a bunch of people and the restaurant had run out of like regular butter what? for like the rolls and stuff. So they had like little like pre, like wrapped in aluminum little pats of butter that, you know, they have at restaurants, but they yeah. were still frozen mm. because they just had bought them from the whatever store or something store so they gave them this butter and they're like well you know just try and warm it up some because it's frozen (laughs) butter and so she takes this butter she gets like five of them and she like tucks them into like her pants (laughs) to warm them up with her body heat but then she forgot about them (laughs) and so then like an hour later they go to leave the restaurant just like squish squish." (laughs) (laughs) ew that's so gross 
delightful. Anyway, just reminded me of that. That is story. delightful. Yeah. So if you have to warm up butter in your pants, don't do it in your pants. She was actually wearing. They were somewhere like camping somewhere, so she had a long underwear too. So she like tucked it in between uh, like her long underwear. Oh, so she didn't actually have butter in her underwear. Butter in there. So the moral of the story: If you need to warm up butter, um, do put it in, it in your hands and blow on it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't put it in your pants. Yeah. Butter pants are bad. The butter pants are bad. Butter pants are bad. Oh. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> butter joke was bad. <laughs> Don't butter like <laughs> butter luck next time. <laughs> you buttered. I was, I was really hard to say that. that. Joke. You like, butter nut. <laughs> butter nut. <laughs> butt nut. Butter luck next time. Um, butter luck. <laughs> butter luck. I think I might name my firstborn child that. Butter luck. Oh, there it is now. Eh, eh, eh. butter luck. I'm gonna kill myself right now. Oh, there goes my first child. Face life with that misery. Oh, boo. That's okay. There's lots more of those came from. Was that your last words, Butterlick? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot my own child's name. Yeah. His last words were, I'm going to kill myself? Yeah. I guess you know, so. that wasn't very witty. That's you a... know, if you're going to go out, be it's like... kind of stating the obvious, the isn't it? The fog is rising. The fog is rising. I, I should just, like, do a more a mix of everybody else. I'm a pianist who loves fog. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just take all the great famous. I'm a I'm a pianist who loves fog and is full of spaghettios. <laughs> if I if I know I'm going, I'm gonna just keep saying that on repeat so that winds up being my last words. Okay, you get halfway through it though. You're gonna be like, I'm a pian. <laughs> I'm a pee. <laughs> <laughs> do you actually pee when you die? Yeah, uh, probably. Somebody told me that you do. Yeah, well, because all of your muscles let go. You know, all of the ones that are just like. Um, involuntary muscles that just work on their own. Relax. So, probably a lot of people's last words was a big old toot, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well this is Colleen Fenable saying awesome. And this is Annie Sanders saying goodnight and I love gummy candy. Give me some candy. Abraham Lincoln likes candy. So sorry to see you go, but we hope you'll be back.